What is going on, everybody? Paul coming at you from the midst of a chaotic freaking month in my life. And I want to share that with you. Or more importantly, I want to share with you some of these strategies that I am using through this chaotic month because they're going to apply to you as the holiday seasons come up. And so it's like, man, two weeks ago, we had our entire team come in from all around the country, or actually even out of the country too. 13 people came in. We had an awesome time. We met, we strategized, we hung out, we built bonds, and we planned on, you know, we made plans and cast the vision for what next year is going to look like for our business awesome times. So not only did it take a lot of time, you know, entertaining people and just hanging out from morning to night for a couple of days, but then also just the mental and the physical energy that goes into planning an event like that. And really, um, the mental energy that goes into sharing your vision, right? So it was an awesome week and it was an amazing week and it was a hectic week. The very next week, my brother comes in with his family again, awesome stuff. We wanted to maximize all the time we spent together. We wanted our kids to play together as much as possible. I wanted to show them this area of the country that I live in as much as possible. And, you know, we hung out and hosted for for four days. They just left yesterday or Sunday, I should say. It's Tuesday as I record this. Tonight, I'm jumping on a plane. I'm going to Florida with Angie for a four-day event. So we'll be gone for five days uh, for a work event in Florida. So it's, it's pretty chaotic. And it's like, dude, am I super, you know, on top of my, my health and fitness game right now? Like, do my lifts look the same in this season as they do normally? Uh, does my nutrition look the same? Like, am I in a fat loss phase? The answer is no, dude. I've absolutely shifted, <laughs> shifted the gears down to make room for, you know, this, all, the other stuff that I've got going on. And that's, that's really what I want to, to share with you is to share that playbook because for you, the holidays are upon us. And, you know, for a lot of people, this just means, okay, this is a very busy time socially and whatever else. And, you know, it's very easy to get a case of the fuckets. It's very easy to be like, man, I will just start over in January. And it's like, it's this mindset that if everything can be perfect, I just won't even try at all. And the problem with that is if you kind of do that, if you're like, dude, I'll just get back to it after the holiday. Well, now you're actually, not only are you not making progress, you're actually, it's often very, it's very often that people go backwards and they end up gaining a bunch of weight over this holiday season. So rather than just like making slow progress or no progress and just maintaining where they're at, a lot of people actually come up in the negative and they set themselves back. And what's, what's really shitty about that is that in the end, when we, when we throw the towel in like that and we say, Oh, I'll just get to it later. And you throw away all your routines and all the stuff you've built going all in like that on your food and your drink and just not giving a fuck, it's never as rewarding as we think it's going to be. Like in the end, when you're sitting there sluggish and fat and whatever, you're like, man, I don't know. Eggnog's not that good. That wasn't that good of a time, right? Drinking 10, you know, Mick Ultras at the company Christmas party wasn't that cool. And not only is it not rewarding, but it slows your progress in the long run. So if you think about trends over time, like I'm not even talking about doing a 12-week diet here or whatever else. If you think about, man, am I consistently over months and years moving in the direction that I want to go? You know, hopefully the answer is yes, but you can go much faster if you're not constantly setting yourself back. So if you set yourself back, if you just throw in the towel after Halloween and two months every out of every year, you are moving backwards in 10 months, maybe you're moving forward. Well, guess what? Over the course of three, four, five years, you are costing yourself a shit ton of progress. You could be moving much faster. But even worse, 
is this black or white thought process that you've got to be all in or all out is going to permeate in every other area of your life as well. And it's going to cause you to give up and slide backwards there as well, right? It's, it's going to cause different situations for you to be stressed out and for you to kind of repeat the same, you know, unproductive behavior of saying, oh, I can, everything's not perfect. So I'll just pick it up later. And in the meantime, you lose all your progress. I want to propose to you a different way of looking at this. I want to propose you a different way of looking at this. And it's, it's viewing maintenance as progress. So when you have made a bunch of progress in, in one area of your life and the seasons change and you have to change gears or change your focus, if you can maintain your ground through the chaotic season or through the change of seasons, you, will, you are actually setting yourself up to make a lot more progress in the long run. And this comes down to a couple of things. One, it just comes down to, you know, simple, you know, linear math, right? Like if you are constantly taking three steps forward and two steps back, your net, you know, progress ahead is one step. And so it's like, should you walk faster then and just continually do that cycle over and over? Well, that's, well, I mean, that is one way, I guess, to, to create more progress in your life. But it's like for, in order to get three steps ahead, you have to end up taking six steps back or, you know, whatever, nine steps total. It's a lot of effort. Why not just stop taking the steps back? And even if it takes, even if, even if it takes a little bit slower to go one step forward, if you're not setting yourself back two steps then you can go another step forward and another step. And over time, that lack of constantly setting yourself back adds up to a lot more progress. And more importantly, just from like a mental standpoint, is that we are really, you know, we really crave momentum as people. And there's the concept of inertia, which is, you know, an object in motion tends to stay in motion and an object at rest tends to stay at rest. So if you have some habits going on, if you're going to the gym, it's easier to stay going to the gym. If you are not going to the gym, it's harder to get your ass up off the couch. So why not continue the habits that have have given you progress so far, but do so in a way that is at the level, at the speed that matches your current progress of life? That way, you can at least continue to move forward, even if it's a little bit slower. You know, it's the old parking brake analogy. If you're driving with the parking brake on, you can step on the gas and go faster, but it takes a lot more effort and there's a lot more wear and tear on the vehicle. It's often way easier and it's way better. There's way better leverage in just simply taking the parking brake off. So how do I, how do I tend to adopt this mindset of maintenance equals progress? The, The way that I do it is I'm like, man, I just changed my focus. So, so many times we're so focused on one KPI or one metric of progress, you know, in the health and fitness, like maybe it's weight loss. Like, dude, if I'm not losing weight, I'm a failure. Well, why not just change your focus? Like, dude, how can I solidify my habits? Right? Change my focus from losing weight to building better habits. It's the concept of the roots deepening in the winter. And if you don't know what that means, it means simply this, like a tree looks barren in the winter. It loses all its leaves in the fall, right? And then in the winter, there's no fruit and there's no leaves. But during that winter, even though there's no external progress, even though there's no leaves or no fruit, the roots are still getting stronger. The roots are growing deeper. So that the next time, the next spring and the next summer that, um, you know, that tree exists, it bears more fruit, <laughs> more and better fruit, right? And so this is a simple way of saying like, hey man, you might not get the external 
You might, you might not get the external progress of losing weight, maybe, but you can still strengthen your roots by really dialing in on your habits, right? Yeah, maybe maybe you're not going to get to the gym five days a week and have like, you know, hour and a half workouts or whatever it is you do, right? But man, can you get there three days a week? Or can you switch to some at-home workouts just to keep you moving? Just to continue to ingrain further and further and further into your brain that I'm a person who works out and moves my body? Can you continue to meal prep? Even if you're not perfect on your calories, or even if there's a large margin of error because you're constantly going out to eat or you're eating at friends' houses, but you stick with this habit of meal prepping that, so that you always have protein on hand and you always have what you need on hand for at least your breakfast and your lunches if you're going to go, be going out to dinner all the time and further ingrain that habit in your brain. Like, man, do that. That's still progress because your total journey is the sum of a lot of parts. So maybe you can make progress in one of those areas if the other one's got to go into maintenance mode for a little bit. And if you do that, then you then in the long run, you've made progress. You've built a better machine. And so once you do that, once you've changed your focus to habits, it's like, well, now practice minimums. You know, maybe, maybe I'm going to go out to eat and maybe I'm not going to be uh, perfect on my calories. Maybe my workout's going to be bare minimum, um, you know, whatever the case is. But I know at the, at, at, at the very least, I can get my water intake up. I can make sure I crush my hydration. I can make sure I get my steps in, go for 30 minutes uh, each morning. I can make sure I get my protein in, make sure I get my, you know, one gram per pound of body weight and protein per day. I make sure I have a vegetable with every meal. And even if I just do that, I can do that and call myself, call myself successful. Not only does that create momentum, like, man, <laughs> I feel successful because I did what I said I'm going to do. So I, I reinforce the relationship I had with myself, I have with myself, as I'm somebody who follows up on what I do. But if I do the minimums first, it pushes out a lot of the other stuff. Like, dude, it is, it's hard to drink 12 beers if you're also drinking 170 ounces of water a day. You know, or if you tend to like way overindulge on desserts in like the Christmas cookies and like whatever else it is, dude, it's, you're going to push some of that out if you, if you are first putting in the protein and the vegetables, right? And if you tend to be completely falling apart in, act, in the activity area, if you're not in your normal environment, but you're like, Hey man, I'm going to make sure that I get steps in and make sure that it, that allows you to keep the momentum up. So these are habits, you know, if you just aggressively stick to them, not only are you making it easy to follow through on a promise you make to yourself, but they do tend to push out a lot of the shit that pulls you backwards, right? And not only that, it just gives you something to focus on. So many times during these seasons of life where where we're not doing exactly what we want to do, a big part of our problem is a little bit of a low-level anxiety where, where we're out of our routine we are out of our normal environment, maybe if we're traveling for the holidays or whatever. And so we're not sure what to do. We're not sure how to spend our time. We're not sure what to focus on. And this anxiety leads to wanting to always be drinking or always be eating. It's like, it's just boredom, right? Boredom slash anxiety. But if you have something to focus on, if you have a way to spend your time, you have a way to spend your focus and your energy, it makes that low level anxiety go away. And you don't fi- you don't feel the need as much to constantly stuff in your fucking face. So, if we have if we have that, we've changed our habits, and then you know I'm sorry, we've changed our focus to really just be on, hey man, I'm going to strengthen the habits that will serve me, you know, that will serve me in the long run. Cool. 
And out of that, we've looked at what are the bare minimum habits that I want, really want to aggressively you know, sort of stick to like, these are the things that will move me forward in the long run. So I want to continue to solidify these and do these at a minimum. So water steps, um, protein, veggies, that sort of stuff. Then we can look at, well, what about this chaotic season? Do I want to enjoy, but tends to hinder my progress, right? So there's a lot of drinking during the holiday season. There's a lot of meals out. There's a lot of, you know, exchanging of sweets and desserts and that sort of stuff. There's a lot of meals outside the home. Okay, cool, man. What if we did a weekly allotment of of those things? So you were able to say, hey, I can still have this thing and I can I can fit it into my week in a way that won't hamper me. And then I can kind of decide how I'm going to use that allotment. So let's just say, you know, drinks, right? Maybe I say, hey, Matt, for this period, I, I do I do want to go out and have some cocktails, um, but I am going to limit myself to 10 drinks per week. And so if I have a couple parties coming up and I'll have like, you know, four or five, six drinks at those parties, that means that the days I'm not at those parties, I'm not having any drinks. And what that does is allows you to have the best of both worlds. It allows you to have a little restraint in something that's not going to serve you well if you overindulge in it, but also you get to have the thing that makes you enjoy the parties. And the same could be true of like, you know, celebratory meals or or dinners out or whatever the case is like, Hey man, I'm only going to have, you know, five meals outside of the house this week. And so if I know that like, Hey, I got this dinner party, I'm super fired up about it. I got the company Christmas party that I'm super fired up about and like whatever else. And you've reached your allotment and then you get that random invite to lunch or that random invite to whatever. And you're like, okay, where does that fit in my allotments? And is it worth trading something out for? But either way, the point is with weekly allotments, what you're doing is you are practicing restraint, but not restriction. You're simply limiting the amount of something that you're having and you're, and you're giving yourself enough control and power to say, I can still have it and I can choose when and where and essentially how much, uh, uh, or how much of my weekly budget am I going to spend on it? And what that allows you to do is a, not only keep it in a place, keep it to an amount that will allow you, that will not hinder your progress, but it also allows you to enjoy those things guilt-free. Like it's always so much better to make a purchase when the money's been allotted for, you know, like we all, we all make that, um, we've all been there. I'm sure we have where it's like, you know, something comes up and you got to buy it and you're like, fine, like I didn't really plan on this big purchase. And so you're like, well, I mean, I know roughly that I have enough money for it, but like, I am going to have to like, you know, the, either the credit card bill is going to be higher than I wanted to. And I'm going to have to, you know, maybe we're not going to save as much because we made this big purchase or whatever. It just causes this little bit of stress. But when you go and you make that exact same purchase, but you looked at your finances ahead of time and and you've allotted the money for it, you go and you enjoy the shit out of that purchase and you like spending that money. It's the same thing with weekly allotments, allotments of food and drinks. And so, this whole thing is just to say that in the long run, you're going to get further faster if you don't get in this black and white thinking, this throw in the towel, you get a case of the fuckets during the holidays or whatever season it is for you to where you're like, nothing's going to be perfect for the next month or two or three. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to forget about everything and pick back up when I left off. No, think about it rather as just changing gears to fit the season so that when the season changes and it is less chaotic, it's easier to shift gears than it is to just get the get the car moving again, right? It's much easier to increase your speed when you already have momentum. But if you're continually killing your momentum, you're constantly spending a bunch of energy just getting started again. 
And not only that, but you're constantly coming out of the hole you just dug by backsliding. So if we were to sum it up, I would say our success is, is, is best looked at in trends over time. So if we want to, if we want to continually move in the right direction as fast as possible, we want to eliminate the times that we're going backwards and be accepting of the times when, when progress isn't as fast because slower progress or even no progress in the long run serves you way better than losing progress. All right. Hope this helps for you guys. Um, it's obviously it's a big topic in the fitness industry, all the holiday survival guides. So rather than just give you like stupid advice about like, oh, you know, a fucking piece of apple pie is worth, you know, you got to do a hundred burpees. I'd rather give you a lens to look at this through and let you figure this shit out for yourself. If you like this, if this serves you, um, do me solid, share it with somebody that, you know, might benefit from getting their lens changed or a new lens to look at the holidays through. If you, uh, if it resonated with you, do me a solid, leave a review on Apple, on Apple iTunes. And if you want to come hang out with me in my discord community, which is a little app where we can go and talk and hang out and I post stuff, find it at missingpeacepodcast.com. All right. Thanks for listening. Y'all have a great day.